Hello, dear listeners. You are joining us in Eurovision Week. And of course, this is the first of two review episodes of Euphoria, where we go through each and every song from Eurovision 2019 and give our thoughts on how well they're going to do. Just before we enter into the uh, full body of this episode, uh, I would like to give a very special announcement, something that we're very excited about and something that we have done in honour of Eurovision 2019. So, we are very excited to say to all of you that available on all good streaming platforms is a compilation of the 13 best efforts of mine with obviously Isabel as a co-writing credit uh, my Eurovision Song Contest attempts that have been featured on this podcast so they are available to you on Apple Music on iTunes on Spotify on Google Play Amazon Music Pandora, and I think even maybe uh, Tidal as well. Uh, They are available for streaming. Um, If you want to listen to those, just search for Euphoria: The Greatest Hits. Also, as you're well aware, you know, Isabel and I, we uh, haven't got as far as setting up anything like a Patreon or any other crowdfunding uh, resource for us. But if you have been listening to this podcast for a long time and has have been dutifully entertained by myself and Isabel and you feel like giving a little something back to us there is the option to go on to iTunes and pay I think in the US it's $10 in the UK it's uh, £12 Uh, I'm not sure where for the rest of Europe and the rest of the world uh, how much it is Um, but if you feel like uh, giving something back to Isabel and I then the option is there to go and pay for and download the album as well Obviously, as I say, it's available on streaming platforms and we're just delighted uh, that you listen um, to both the podcast and that you will listen to these songs as well. So that's it from me. Uh, We are now entering into Eurovision week. As I say, it's very exciting. So coming up is the songs reviews for the first semi-final. And then in two days time, you will be hearing the song reviews for the second semi-final plus the remaining big five. Here it is, enjoy. Hello and welcome to Euphoria, the podcast where we look back on the great, glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name's Isabel Chilman and I'm joined by the wonderful Roland Bodnam. Hello. Yay. Hi, 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 hi. How's it going? I'm good, thank you very much. We spoke not that long ago, but it's yes. podcast after podcast after podcast right now. It's very busy. We're into the semi-finals, mate. We're into the oh semi-final my God. episodes. It's come around again. It, I can't believe it's here so quickly. I'm so excited. Can I just say in complete transparency, we are, as, as you uh, pointed to, Isabel, we're recording this uh, two weeks before the final of Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, yesterday I got so excited about hosting uh, my first US Eurovision party that I have decorated and rearranged (laughs) all of my furniture for the Eurovision party there's flag bunting up I've put flags in cups it's going to be like that for two weeks now with nothing good for you mate good for you you missed out last year this is your big hurrah isn't it I'm truly feeling in the spirit of Eurovision so I am ready 
for this. Yeah, so as Roland says, we're a couple of weeks away yet, but I'm going on a little European jaunt um, for fun and work. So I'm in Berlin, then Amsterdam for 10 days leading up to our Eurovisions. We've got no time to do podcasts. So if when these are released something mad's happened and <laughs> yes. half of the countries have been um have just vanished into thin or air. some or, or someone we really like turned out to be a massive racist yeah or a homophobe that happens <laughs> yeah, quite often with happened, Eurovision. Yeah. don't judge us when this is released and we go oh i love them aren't they great because we didn't know this is two weeks in advance okay yes. this is one of our time traveling episodes yes Yes. Okay. Well, to start off with, Roland, because this is going to be a bit of a mega trek through every Eurovision song. First in the semi-final number one, plus uh, France, Israel and Spain, because they were allowed to vote in semi-final number one. And then we're doing a follow-up episode, which will be released uh, when the semi-final two happens, which is going to have all of the semi-final two singers and songs, plus the UK, Italy... What um, I missed? France, Germany. 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 <laughs> That's Germany. the other one. Uh, you're not missing because much. Because <laughs> those are the ones that she... No, we're really not. We'll get to that. Um, they can vote in semi-final number two. So yes. we're, we're sat down. We're ready for this. It's Sunday tea time for me. It's Sunday afternoon for Roland in New York. Yeah. Roland, do yes. you have some booze? <laughs> I don't. And what? I t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very tempted to order some in on Postmates because this morning <laughs> and last night I spent quite a long time like writing notes and literally I woke up at 8am this morning, uh, had a shower and then spent the whole morning writing notes so I didn't have a chance to go and get booze. I think I'm going to need some. <laughs> oh so my I God, think do I a might... delivery mate. I've got a I whole might... bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> oh fuck, I did that, uh, what, two episodes ago? And had the whole bottle yeah. and then I went out on my own <laughs> in the local area and went to like four different bars completely on my own. It was great. <laughs> I felt terrible oh, the next day though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get, I'm properly going to get through this. Do you want to, oh, I'm going to make you jealous now. Have a listen. Oh, one sec. Go on. Hey! hey! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is that Tesco finest. Oh my gosh, you've really nailed it. I've. It was I've, an offer. Well, still, even so, then even better, you know? Mm. Um, what can I look at? Uber Eats, do you think they'll... I need some food. I haven't eaten today either. Oh, no, Probably mate. Yeah, put in an order. Get some food. Get some booze. Uber when they turn up, get them on the podcast. Ah! I'll see if they know about Eurovision. <laughs> right. So, as mentioned, this episode, we are going to go through our reviews of all of the songs in semi-final one. But yeah. to start off with, Roland, yes. I thought we'd do a bit of a... A bit of an in memorandum. <laughs> no, that's not the right one. In memoriam. In memoriam. <laughs> memorandum is just remi- remembering, isn't just it? Just remembering. What's that too? We're just remembering. Yeah. The 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 wonderful countries that are not entering this year that oh. we're going to be missing out on. So if you're listening and you haven't been keeping up with the Eurovision news and you go, wait, where are they? It's because yeah. they're not in it this year. For a variety. So there's of there's a number of what, countries that haven't joined in for years and years and years. So I'm yeah. not naming them. No. Just no, no. Google it. But yeah. I think there's four that are worth highlighting, right? Okay. Shall I put some shall I put some sad music underneath? Yes, this? please. Yeah, I'll do very it in post. Sad okay. Music. okay. Like, yeah, really sad. So number one, I mean, they are still never gonna come back to this to this competition. Andorra. Oh. And many of the micro states, we, we need to we need to think about them. 
these yeah. poor well that's that patronising that's starting off bad <laughs> isn't it well, and Dora Ryan, they're not coming back to you to financial reasons right yes. so with all of the micro states and anyone that's a small nation small country if you are a billionaire listening to this <laughs> I'm sure there must be one there must be one yeah Put your money to good use and get one even of them if, back into Eurovision, mate. And even if you're a billion, like a narcissistic billionaire who just wants yourself to be on the stage, that's fine too. Do that's it. a good story. Oh, do absolutely. It. That sounds great. We could do a podcast yeah. on that. Yeah, exactly. We could do a whole Pay documentary about it. Sounds <laughs> we'll wonderful. Follow you. Put some money into Andorra and all of the rest of them that can't afford to do it anymore. Come yeah. on, bring them back in. Yeah. Second one, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, they are still not returning due to unpaid that with the EBU. Oh. <laughs> pay, pay those bills. Got to pay that dollar. Oh dear. Yeah, still not returning. Uh, thirdly, Bulgaria, who in the past three years have given us three amazing songs, including 2016's fourth place entry, If Love Was a Crime, by the lovely yeah. Polly Genova, and yeah. 2017, they came second place with Beautiful Mess. But yeah. they've had to withdraw this year. Again, financial issues. To, uh, they were close to winning numerous be- times recently. Well, can you imagine if they had won? And they, then they'd have and to fork they out hold- for it. Well, it would have bankrupted them as it the song done. goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Bulgaria, really sad, really amazing nation in Eurovision, especially in the last, uh, the last few years or so, not coming back this year. Uh, and lastly, Ukraine. So after winning yeah. three years ago with Jamala's 1944, their second ever win, incredible win, absolutely amazing. They've withdrawn this year due to ongoing issues, you know, the political climate over there. It's, it's yeah. always going to be confusing things, but to do with Russia, with the annexed area of Crimea. So they've cited Forming. excessive politics. I can't even say this. Yeah. Polit- How do you say Polit- politicization? But there you go. You got it then. Did I? <laughs> Politicization, politicization yeah. of the yeah. natural, uh, the natural selection process. <laughs> wow, interesting. <laughs> I think that's what happens in Russia of the national selection process. So um, there's still issues that basically, if you, you know, if you're Ukrainian but you you've been to Russia or you you sing in Russian and yeah. you, you haven't reported that you once went to Crimea and performed that, it's so you know, oh god, it's just an absolute mess. So they've withdrawn. They had a singer. They had someone. They had ready. a song. And, and it was great as well. It was very good. Absolutely ready for it. They've pulled out. Um, Shocking. So RIP to Andorra, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Bulgaria and Ukraine. We hope to see you all next year. Please come back. Uh, update on the booze situation. Oh. I looked on uh, a popular food ordering app and the only local restaurant that also delivers beer is one that only does cake. So I've ordered cake and beer. <laughs> <laughs> so shout I'm out to that restaurant. Great. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Butter and Scotch. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy with that. I'm really pleased for you. I'm better than my prosecco. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Well, your booze and what sort of cake did you get, mate? Uh, I can't remember. I think I got... What did I get? I think I got key lime pie. Oh, classic. <laughs> classic American dessert. Right, well, while we wait for Roland's booze and key It'll lime pie to turn up, let's crack on with our with our judgy yeah. wudginess, mate. It's just yeah. the bit of the year we always wait for. 
I'm very excited. It's my turn to get judgy wudgy now. <laughs> Excellent. So as there are so many songs, we are not going to play clips of all of them. We have chosen a select few that we want to hear for good or bad reasons. The rest of yes. them, we're just going to say our piece, move on. Because yes. otherwise this takes about four hours per episode. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that. So we're also going to do this in the running order of the night, then ending with the three countries that are either from the Big Five or Israel. Um, So we are starting off with Cyprus with Tampta uh, performing Replay. So we're going to hear a little bit of this song. Roland, yeah. Cyprus, Tampta, Replay, what are your thoughts? So, Cyprus are clearly doing the if it ain't broke, don't fix it approach with oh, this yeah. one. After last year's uh, smash hit Fuego, they have continued with another uh, female-led uh, summer bop. Um, yep. I don't think that takes away from it. I think at the same time, they are doing some uh looks like they're doing some fun stuff with the staging as well um Ooh. looking at the rehearsal footage uh the staging does feature a making your mind up style costume change halfway through Hello. so if you've Love got real uh-huh if you've got that in your eurovision bingo or drinking game then uh, pay attention to this one um yeah like i say it's pretty much uh, a quite a similar style song to Fuego. Uh, Her outfit looks good. Um, Performance, I think, uh, will do well. It's not my favourite female-led pop banger of the contest, but I think it will do quite well. What do you think, Isabel? Mm. Yeah, so similar notes. So the Cypriots have clearly, well, they've come very far since, I don't know if you know the song, 2012's La La Love, Roland. <laughs> I mean, mm. I'd have to have a refresher it on it. but was, It was basically their attempt of what they're doing right now, but right. they weren't doing it very well. I see. It is, it is a pop banger. I will be having a blast to this. Is it Fuego? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Will I be stood on a chair dancing to it in the night? Yes, I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not going <laughs> to hold me back. No. But it, I agree, it is not uh, the same. It's not the same level as last year's almost win. No. Maybe should have been win. Mm. Um, but very fun. Again, not in my top five though i'd say it's gonna do well it'll get through the semis it'll do well on the night yep but i don't know i don't know if either maybe people will be bored of this after last year's and and all go it's not fuego though Mm. Uh, maybe it won't even get into the top 10 it's interesting because actually looking at my top five it's a very different top five to last year's uh, sort of leading songs it's a very different style so and i think this one might be seen as slightly uh, old hat by that point um, Agree. I Agree. am in a similar place to you I've put this sort of between 12 and 7 uh, and it is currently 7th in the odds but a lot can Ooh. change with these odds in the rehearsal period so this is yeah. again um, you know a little bit of time off but I'm, I'm, I'm with you uh, high teens early 10s yeah fair dues yeah. right 
Next one. Not listening to this. Montenegro <laughs> demol with heaven. Yeah. Oh my god, so cheesy and wet, but I sort of love it. Wow, interesting. <laughs> it's not. I'm fully aware it's not good. Yes. But I'm pretty into it anyway. Like I, I did actually vaguely enjoy it. It's not going to qualify. This is just. I'm saying right now before you know. Semi-final one, as we go through this, this is a tough semi-final. This is a big one to get through. You need to have a song that potentially could win Eurovision to get through this semi-final. Otherwise, uh, you're out. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. This song is out. <laughs> this song is out. Well, it, I said it feels like a bad cause cover band from the 90s. It's got that kind <laughs> of weird like tin whistle thing going on. Um, just so we're aware, it is currently dead last in the odds at 41. <laughs> the position usually held by San Marino, but oh. not this year. Uh, oh, Montenegro, so good for you. Montenegro get the wooden spoon this year. Dead last in the uh, in the odds uh, currently there. Oh, bless him. Yeah, non-qualifier. Never mind. Okay. Moving on. Next up uh, yep. on the night will be Finland. So this is Derude featuring Sebastian Rayman with Look Away. Yes. Now this, I feel, is a perfectly fine dance track mm-hmm. from the man who brought us the iconic 90s dance anthem, Sandstorm. Everyone knows that song. I've written that down. I've written down just so that I'd remember it. I went on. I watched. I watched it on YouTube when I was going through all this because I was like, oh, I haven't listened to Sandstorm in a while. The YouTube video has about something ridiculous, like 95 million views, which is definitely just people fucked after a night out <laughs> <laughs> sticking sandstorm on it, in their living room. It also, it also went viral on like uh, on the internet for a long time where it almost a bit like um, uh, being rickrolled. It was like mm. a, a link Mm-mm. that lots of people sent and it became a sort of yeah. meme for a while. So it was yeah. hugely popular it, both in the club dance scene and in the internet meme scene. <laughs> Yeah, this is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it as as far as dance tracks go, but you have to be a phenomenal dance track to do well at Eurovision. Yeah. It is it's quite interesting because obviously as you say Darude is one of the most successful Finnish artists uh in the modern era. It's like it was like it's like as if we entered like Fatboy Slim or Calvin yeah. Harris or someone like that. Yeah. Um looking at the rehearsal footage as well, maybe the most interesting thing about this song as the rest of it seems pretty unremarkable is it looks like the uh lead singer of this uh, sebastian raymond is wearing thigh-high leather boots over <laughs> really over denim jeans so maybe that's uh, their attempt to kind of stay memorable uh in this contest i don't think it will though i think no. this is another non-qualifier agreed um, it's in it's in such a tough semi-final yeah potentially if this was in semi-final two it might sneak through and then yes. not do too well at the contest yeah but there are so many bangers in this semi-final it it's it needs to be it needs to be remarkable to get through yeah. and it and is unremarkable absolutely it's currently 31st in the odds as well so that would uh, uh agree with us there <clears throat> fair enough mm-hmm. next up is poland this is mm. tulia singing fire of love or palisi what do you think of poland roland oh so, that's nice to say this is- <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you think of Poland, Roland? Uh, this is an interesting one. Do you remember a couple of years back, there was that one song that had a really great verse and then the chorus came in and it just kind of fell flat because yeah. it included reggae in. Now, there's no reggae in this one. <laughs> um, but for me... I really like the verse with the kind of the bass line that's like, bam, bam, bam. It feels like a little bit badass. It feels like someone's, you know, angry and powerful and everything. And then the chorus kicks in and it's all, it turns into like a um, major key um, and it, it, it kind of doesn't go anywhere for me. I will say that the, the, the style of singing, which could some people could see as a little divisive, um, it is actually a traditional Polish folk style of singing known as Spirovskrzg, um, which translates... <laughs> That's to... definitely pronounced correctly. <laughs> sure, yeah. You have to say it like you're asking a question as well. No, it, tra <laughs> it translates to white voice or screaming sing. So if you're, if you're into... <laughs> white women screaming then this song may be for this you this is for you um, but mm. it's an interesting one mm. I I think this is right on the verge of being a non-qualifier or qualifier but as we know um, due to the Polish diaspora which is a word I like to throw around every now and again I think that this one sneaks in at uh, the the sort of 10th position, just mm -hmm. in, uh, crossing the line. I'm with you on this, almost yeah. exactly the same. So the first note I wrote was, great start, great start to the song, absolutely in it. It does get a bit repetitive, I feel. It doesn't go anywhere, like you said, but I am really into it. Uh, I, I think it will get lost unless the staging is amazing. The staging looks to be interesting. They're on like okay. a spinning plate in the middle of the... Um, There's a few spinning platforms yes. this year. Well, I think it was built into the stage, so people are taking advantage of it. Um, so it doesn't look amazing. It looks interesting. I think, and that can be said mm. for the song as well. Okay. Yeah, really interesting song. Really interesting song. I do really like it. I've already put it onto my Eurovision playlist. Oh, interesting. I'm really into it. It's not a Euro banger. It's not a Euro winner. Agree. It if it sneaks through this very tough semi, yeah. Um, I don't think it will chart very high at the contest overall. No. But genuinely, one of my the, my favourite songs actually in terms of most enjoyable wow. to listen to. I re I did really like it. I really I had a lovely time. Oh, that's good. Plodding along to it, yeah. I don't think I'll listen to it again, but that's fine. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. It's different between me and you, isn't it? Yeah, there is. There is. That's fine. Next up is Slovenia with Zala yeah. Krali and Gaspar Santi with Sebi. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting song. Mm, but yeah. again, like before, I think it's going to need amazing staging for it not to be forgotten on the night. What are your thoughts, Roland? So their staging is not amazing. Oh, it's, it's going to get forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it, their staging is probably the most forgettable. It's really weird. They... Oh. Um, they did. They do it where they're kind of just the guy. There's a guy and a girl. They're in a band together. It's not like a romance song or whatever. But yeah. they've got a keyboard, a very small white keyboard on the stage, and the guy has a guitar. And they are literally like just standing half facing the audience, half facing each other, about a foot away from each other, and deliver the oh. whole song like that. Um, no. Some people are saying like, oh, it's a really like clever, intimate way to present the song. I just think it's really, really boring. Mm. Um, 
it is, uh, it is, oh, sorry, my stomach is rumbling like mad if you can hear it. I think no, I can't I hear it. <laughs> okay, if the audience hears it, then apologies. Um, and, and also, we, there was a song quite similar to, to this staging and the style of this, where it's a little bit like Mellow Electro last year, which was Portugal. Um, and Portugal, uh, they qualified because they were hosting, obviously, but came mm. dead last. I don't think there's a real appetite for this kind of two young people mm. in a very, like, chilled out, very casual, very downplayed yeah. song. Yeah, with you, with you on this. So I put similar, except I compared it to... So I've, well, I've seen a few things online, quite a few things online of people going, this is amazing, it's so cool, it's so chic, it's going to be in the top five, oh, it's so clever. But this is exactly the same way that everyone hyped up Madame Monsieur. Oh, yeah, for sure. That came 13th, which is not, you know, embarrassing or anything, but it's 13th. It's nothing impressive about it. You need more than interesting at Eurovision. You need more than cool at Eurovision. You can be cool and sneak through the the semis, yeah, but no. that's not gonna that's not gonna win you the competition. It's not gonna make people. And that's what remember. I mean. This 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 was gonna need really. It's an interesting song. It's not my kind of thing. It's interesting, uh, and I could understand other people liking it a lot. But it would need really, really fantastic staging for it to be rememberable. Uh, rememberable. My yeah. words are gone today, <laughs> aren't they? Memorable. Yeah. Um, which, if it does not have, I don't see this getting through the semi-finals. Then. Yeah, I basically said that th- this is currently fifteenth in the total, like all forty-one songs in the odds. Um, Again, s- Madame Monsieur was was at one point going to win yeah, according to I the know. odds. That's crazy. It was so boring. Yeah. I see this as a as a fight between Poland and this for the kind of the last spot on the uh, uh, on yeah, agree. for the final. Agree. So it could well, could very easily be a surprise non qualifier. Uh, next up is the wonderful Czech Republic with Lake Malawi, <laughs> friend of a friend. <gasps> we are going to have a little listen to this yeah. one. There's not much between us now. Do you know what I mean? Woo! Okay, so Czech Republic, as we have discussed before, Roland, yes. you were a big fan of this early on, and I yes. poo pooed it. I, poo- I, I own up that I poo pooed this song. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I was jaded from, from, <laughs> from the last previous years. Czech Republic years, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm fully on board. Yeah. I'm fully on board. It's an absolute bop and yes. a half, isn't it? It, it really it's is. So much fun they've changed the video now which i is still he doesn't blink much no i he was does looking need at that to blink more. <laughs> i, was looking I at hope that he too. does blink more on stage otherwise it's slightly terrifying but the lyrics aren't as creepy as they are still a bit odd like the opening it's strange first, yeah. they're talking about hearing someone next door having sex yeah it's a little but odd for a song such a fun tune yeah 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 um and and interesting like i think Again, like this is a fun song. I, I, you know, not to spoil it, easy qualifier. But what can oh, really, easy. what can really propel it is the staging. And we were just mm. looking at the official music video, which, if you've seen it, it's very like Instagrammy. There's lots of Instagram frames. There's a lot of um, using a lot of 
video that people have sent in, self-shot yeah. stuff. And from what I've heard, the staging, they're going to do some really clever stuff with the uh, like graphic overlays on the cameras and framing people in certain Lovely. ways. So I think the staging of this uh, and the graphics and the, um, and the design will be really on point too. So I think this is going to be one of the sort of higher pop bops of the contest. Yeah. I think this is this is my my prediction Mm. i think this is going to come second whoa that is a bold prediction yeah i'm going bold this year well we can't swap envelopes because you're on a different continent so i'm not going to keep it secret this year who i think is going to win and also i normally get it right and then i don't tell anyone until afterwards i'm like (laughs) i knew that ages ago so i'm going to go bold and if i get it wrong i get it wrong isabel that is i think this is such an earworm it is fun for anyone to listen to. You can join, like, you know, you said with the video or the footage of other people singing and dancing along to it, you just get swept into the loveliness of this odd little pop song bopping along. Um, I think it's going to do phenomenally well at Eurovision. Yeah, That's top five for definite. Wow. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to come second. It's 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 currently only nineteenth in the odds, Isabel. But nonsense. I do nonsense. Th- <laughs> I do think that that's before anyone's seen the staging with the graphics. I think that will push it up. I think that's from people who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I, I, A song like this coming nineteenth in the competition. Have they heard the other songs that are being put in? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Jesus. This is this is a top five for definite. Oh, wow. I'm saying this is 10 to 5. Uh, for me, okay. I love the song. But I was, remember, I was burnt by Benjamin Ingrosser last year saying he was going to do really well. And then he did not do so well. So Where did Ingrosso come? He, well, remember, like the audience, he got really high in the jury vote. And then mm. he was about second off the board when the audience were giving their votes. So yeah, he just... but that was, again, that was, I mean, I really like, you know, and we always love Sweden, mostly. Yeah. Like, that was a very cool song. But this, that wasn't a bop like this. No, it was no. cool and it was fun. And I listen to it regularly. Love it. But this is a song that I would, you'd put this, you wouldn't put Benjamin Ingrosso on at a party. And no. when no one knew the song, because, and everyone would dance to it that just wouldn't happen yeah. you put this on at a party where no one had ever heard the song before <laughs> they'd think it was some cool southeast London band yeah. that was up and coming and had just been signed to Sony and yeah. they would love it they would love this song this is the sort of thing you could throw on anywhere and people you'd see people start shaking their hips to it wow there we go for definite for definite we got to move on mate <laughs> we have I got too passionate about it now I went from hating it to <laughs> Okay, so next up on the night is going to be Hungary. This is Yossi Papai. Oh, my pronunciations. Why am I doing this episode? I think that was okay. As in Apam. Um, So you might recognise the name for Hungary's entry. So he was also the Hungarian entry in 2007. My only notes for this is he's a very talented chap. Yeah. But, um, and Hungary, have, you know, they, both this year and in 2017, they they are not pandering to what the world wants to listen to in terms of music. They're not going for pop. They're not going for ballads. They're doing their own thing, which I hugely respect. And I think he's very talented. I massively prefer 2017's entry, though. Not into this. It's too slow without it being an actual ballad. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's not as interesting as the last piece he did. But he's got a wonderful voice. Yeah. Lovely, lovely and, tone to it. And I think 
with non-English. There's more and more non-English speaking songs in the contest, which I think is great. Um, but when you're speaking in a language that isn't universally known or as yeah. universally known as English, you really have to make the music in the song stand out. Yes, um, you have to make it not matter that you're not speaking in English. Yes. And that's that's shit. You yeah. know, as an oh, English yeah, yeah. person, let's just let's make this clear. Oh yeah, we It's don't. really fucking shit that that's the case. <laughs> Fully understand. I'm not yeah. saying that everyone should sing in English, but if you are singing in, uh, yeah, if you are singing in a language that's not English, you have to make the song so good yeah. that it doesn't matter that no one can understand what you're saying. Friend of a friend would have worked really well in any language. Yes, exactly. You'd be, yeah, I'd be bopping along to that yeah. in any language. You'd, le- yeah, yeah, you'd learn what the what, what the lyrics are, and you'd, you'd have a sing along to it anyway, definitely. Yeah. And hungry, lovely, lovely voice. Yeah. But for me, no, I don't think it's going to get through. No, it's twenty eighth in the odds, and I think it's a non qualifier as well. Sadly. Next up on the night is going to be Belarus with Zena. Like it, mm. Roland. Thoughts. So Zena uh, has has have has experience of the Eurovision stage before. She came third in jun- junior Eurovision Song Contest in oh. Minsk in 2016, and she also co-hosted last year's junior Eurovision Song Contest. So she's not uh, inexperienced when it comes to being on the stage. And interestingly, there's one trend this year that I think is worth pointing out is that there's a few artists this year who could be described as influencers uh xena <laughs> has ninety-three thousand followers on instagram and has achieved more than 15 million views on her personal youtube channel so what will be interesting to see is if that has any impact on the voting mm. i actually i'm actually a fan of this song i like the kind of early noughties acoustic guitar <laughs> strumming yeah i think the chorus is catchy it's not it's not outstanding in the field of uh, pop bops by women in the contest. No. Uh, I think it's catchy and good, um, but I'm not sure that it's enough to get her through. It's perfectly fine. But that first bit, before the bridge and the chorus, before actually, actually before the, the beat kicks in, you could have told me this was released in 2002 mm. and I believed you. Yeah. Is that a bad thing it- or a good thing? I don't know. I love the I love the early noughties. So in a way, it's yeah. good. Yeah. But also not current, not relevant. No, it's not current. You know, in comparison to some of the other pop bangers that are coming out this year for Eurovision. You know, I'd have a dance to this. Mm. But uh, also, if I went to the loo and didn't realise it was on and came back and someone went, oh, you've missed Belarus, I'd be like, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not a... Um, it's not a must-see, for sure. No, um, no. But she's it, got many more Eurovisions to come, by the time. Sure, it. yeah. It's, it's sitting 34th in the odds, so it's actually pretty mm. low. Um, yeah, I don't think it'll get through the semis. No, no. Let's move on. Never mind. Next up on the night is going to be Serbia. So this is Navina Bozovic with Kruna. For my point of view, lovely voice, but a ballad with nothing exciting about it. Yeah, similarly, there's a, there's always a number of Balkan power ballads that get through into the final, um, but you know there's there's going to be some that don't. I don't think this is enough to get her through. Agree. Um, yeah. Navina has also been in uh, Junior Eurovision in 2007, and she has been in Eurovision in two, 2013 uh, as part of a, a band uh, called My Three. Uh, so you know she's been there before. Um, she might have another go in a few years. Um, I'm saying it's not going to qualify. 
I'm saying that too. Done. Sorry. Done. Sorry, Naveen. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, one, oh, I, I don't know whether you want to leave this in, in or not. Mm. I'm not going to name names. Mm. But I've read some reviews of the Eurovision songs on a, on certain Eurovision websites <laughs> in the last few days. Interesting. Fucking hell, they sit on the fence. Oh, it's, really? By the time you get halfway through, <laughs> it's so fucking boring. Yeah. Every single one, every single song has its merits in some way. This is so beautiful and it's so this yeah. and so that. I just don't think it's the the only the only way, even if the shittest songs, all they'll say is, I just don't think they're going to find their audience at Eurovision. Yeah, no, no, yeah. just say it's crap. Just say it's a bad song <laughs> Not gonna make and it, move yeah. on. That's the point of being in the UK and being involved in Eurovision is that we are allowed to take the piss out of things. We take the piss out of ourselves, which means yeah. we're allowed to take the piss out of everyone else. Yes, yeah, yeah. We should be allowed to say that something's shit if it's shit, no. <laughs> I think it that's fair. I think editing. that's fair. You just need I to I was have... listening to them, putting my notes and then reading other people's reviews yeah. to see what they are they, they had said. Yeah. And I stopped doing it halfway through because I was getting so like, frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Not, one, not one song, apparently, according to one specific Eurovision website, not one song, not one song this year is bad. <laughs> well, that we know that's not true. Okay, so next up is Belgium. This is Elliot with Wake Up. Yes. Roland, opinion, please. The writer of this song, not Elliot, but a guy called uh, Pierre Dumoulin, uh, was also the writer behind Blanche's City Lights um, from two years ago. Apparently, Pierre spotted Elliot, who's the singer, on uh, the seventh season of The Voice and invited him to his home in Liege to play the demo of this song. Um, apparently, it all worked out fine, but I wouldn't recommend just going to people's homes when they invite you to listen to a demo. Absolutely um, not. That's <laughs> a Weinstein incident waiting yeah, to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I like this song. I think it's got a good beat to it, but it remains a little kind of moody and mysterious, as you would expect from someone who wrote City Lights. It's not quite as moody and mysterious as City Lights um, but I think it's an interesting pop song that isn't all out pop or isn't all out kind of ballady um, I think it's pretty middle of the roady it's it's I, I think it will qualify and then end up around 15th in the uh, in the final what do you think wow you're more confident about it than I am oh I write also you know another dark odd beautiful entry from Belgium I've been saying for quite a while that I feel Belgium are due a Eurovision win anytime yeah. soon. You know, you look at their previous, uh, some of their previous entries, you've got Blanche with City Lights, beautiful, beautiful song. Didn't matter that she was petrified oh, and just, God bless it was her. just her on stage singing because yeah. the song was so great and her voice was so great. She carried it. What's the pressure? Absolute bop. Oh, Rhythm yeah. inside, like, I sing that in my yeah. head on a weekly basis. <laughs> Belgium are you a Eurovision win yes. it will not be this year no they no. have it's a bit of a letdown compared to previous years you can't, obviously you can't keep that standard up forever so there's going to be the odd year where you go it's alright but yeah. in comparison to the previous few years I yeah I'm a bit let down I'm always yeah. looking for a killer entry from Belgium they are yeah. the one they are the one country specifically Every year I think, oh, what's Belgium going to release? What are they going to bring? What are they bringing to the table? This might be their year. This is going to be it. And for the last <laughs> few years, I have gone, oh, cool. it's so good. It's so good, yeah. but not quite. It's so yeah. good, but not there. This, it's fu- I think it's fine. 
No, I agree. And I, I wasn't taking it in the context of that. And totally, when you when you list those other ones, yeah, it's not on that level. What's um, the pressure was uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I love, I love, love, love Belgium. Yeah. Um, uh, as a country. Been once, actually. I have, I can oh, say that. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I have been. Um, but I'm still, yeah, I'm waiting for that Eurovision win from Belgium. I'm I, looking forward to, if I haven't been before then, that is wow. 100% a Eurovision I would go to because I am re- I'm genuinely I've been rooting for them for yeah. years not not this year <laughs> not this year though sorry <laughs> <laughs> so next up is Georgia this is Otto Nemsadze with Sultsinja that's <laughs> not the, correct I just have the English translation which is keep oh, on going but <laughs> keep on going I wish I'd fucking translated it it's keep on going by Georgia yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of Prosecco oh, by now dear. and you've also got can't speak other languages you've got a whole other episode to get through <laughs> it's yeah, gonna I've still be got half a bottle mostly yeah <laughs> okay. i'm all right um, just getting through it i've got some chocolate with me as well so oh. i'll eat a little bit it's fine um, um this for me is it's a georgia georgia do this quite a lot which mm. is they they bring forward a song that's quite good but a bit samey doesn't mm. really build to the point it needs to for anyone to acknowledge it yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of the kind of the big, deep, angry, rough voice of this. Um, as we all know, I'm into uh, pop boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is quite gravelly, isn't it? It's quite gravelly. Um, he, he sounds like he's sort of been, had a few hours down the pub before he sung it. Um, but apparently the staging will be quite dramatic with smoke and fire I don't know. Smoke that- and fire was 15 years ago. Yeah, Catch exactly. Up, Georgia, <laughs> I, uh, bring it forward a bit, mate. We've got VR and shit involved in it now. Just to just to make my point with the uh, the sort of quite aggressive uh, way of singing this song uh, on the Eurovision website, it lists the lyrics. Almost every single line, apart from the chorus, ends in an exclamation mark. So <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> It's very clear with the way the way this should be sung. Um, this is currently one above dead bottom in the odds. Uh, yeah. it's, it's I don't 40. think it's going to qualify. It's not going to qualify. It's, no. it's about as sure as you can get a non-qualifier. Sorry. Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> Sorry, Georgia. Try next time. <laughs> next up is Australia, mate. It's oh. Kate Miller-Heidke with Zero Gravity. So okay. this was the song that... Um, I'm sorry to say this to any Drag Race fans. I love Courtney Act to pieces. But yeah. this is the song that luckily beat Courtney Act. <laughs> because Courtney Act's song, sorry was Courtney, not was not good. Not good. You can do much better. Yeah, um, must try harder. There was very interesting staging for this at the Australian mm-hmm. uh, finals. So Kate is on this big tower dress thing. There is a woman on a bouncy pole kind of looming towards her in black and grabbing at her and yeah it's apparently it's about um, postnatal depression postpartum depression oh gosh um yeah it's quite deep quite a deep song yeah uh it's i've only seen the australian final version of this yeah there are some points in it where i feel that kate is a bit pitchy when Ooh. she's not absolutely blasting it out as in a very wonderful operatic style because it kind of flits between styles and singing yeah. styles between yeah there are some points earlier on where it's a bit pitchy and i thought mm. oh god i don't know about this 
at the end, my God, you're involved. I'm invested. By the end of the song, you are fully invested in this. She's absolutely smashing it. Yeah. And And staging like this. I mean, Australia have done extremely well since they joined the competition. Yeah. It's not that you know they're not putting through duds any years. They're absolutely no. they're going for this. Yeah. Um. And that staging is going to catch everyone's eyes. I don't think it's going to win. No. But it's going to be another. I think it's going to be another top ten minimum wow. for Australia this wow. year. Yeah. Apparently she's upping the ante even from the uh, Australian live final, which we saw. Um. I saw some rehearsal footage. And I think she's got... So there's three of them now on those kind of bendy sticks that they stand on. Um, I will... Interestingly, interestingly though, she's had a quite an interesting journey to get to Eurovision. Um, Kate is an independent uh, singer. She has no label. She left her label last year. And because of this, in order to transport all of the equipment to Israel... Kate has had to set up her own crowdfunding page no. for people to donate to help her get her staging to the show. So if you're a no. fan of her and this song and want to help her out, Google it and you'll be able to find the page. She's asking for about 120000 Australian dollars. At the oh moment, she's God. only around $26,000, which I don't know quite how it works because she's there. So I don't know if she's taken out loans or Oh if my she's... God, Kate, I'll chuck you a fiver, mate. <laughs> so yeah, that's the commitment that she's had to oh, get to the show. What's Australia doing? Why aren't they giving us some money towards this? They want to be involved and invested in this, don't they? I know, I know. It's uh, it's a bit sad, but uh, yeah, p- hopefully people come together with it. I'm saying this will fall about 12, 11, uh, mm-hmm. it, but, it, but it could do... Uh, actually, with the staging, it might go higher, thinking about that. But, um, Fair enough. I, I wouldn't say above five. Uh, no, me neither. Um, okay, next one oh. is Iceland. <laughs> Iceland, Roland. So this is Hatari with Hatria Munsigra. Yeah. We're going to listen to a little bit of yeah. Iceland, aren't we? I really love the Icelandics. <laughs> I love them. They're so good. Our S&M They're so fun. bondage boys from Iceland. <laughs> Anti-capitalist BDSM yes. tech performance art group. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why, Why not? not chuck it into Eurovision? <laughs> eh? Why not put your hat in the hat in the ring? Oh yeah, they're going. Uh, from what I've heard as well, their set is going to be a proper multimedia performance. They've brought with them as part of their uh, team uh, their graphic designer, their video artist, and their costume designer duo <laughs> uh, as well. So they are going full on for the performance of this one. But having said having said, like you know, it's great. Their S and M bondage, all that sort of stuff. Anti capitalist. I think the song's pretty good as well. Uh, I like, agree. We've we've spoken about Lordy in the past and them being kind of the example of a novelty act that's not within the normal pop boundaries winning. I think the difference between these and them is that this is a well-produced song. It's well thought out. Um, it's a good song. 
But I don't. I wonder if that's actually going to do them more harm mm-hmm. when comparing them to Lordy, because this is like a legitimate side of music and less yeah. novelty. So I think that means that they're going to get high up, but it might not have the novelty factors to, th- to take them right to the top. Mm-hmm. So my notes that I wrote for this... Obviously, we have talked in depth previously many times about Vinnie Puk uh, yeah. from Estonia. It's yeah. the amazing, screamo, <laughs> bizarre band. Vinnie yeah. Puk, who were incredible. He represented Estonia a number of years ago. Well, um, didn't even represent. They were in the national final, but didn't even get through oh, to represent. Shit. No, they weren't, were they? Yeah, yeah. Mm, poops. <laughs> um, so the exact words I wrote were... I absolutely love this song. However, I think to win Eurovision with something alternative, you need to be a bit more lordy and a bit less Vinnie Pook. Look at that. Look at that. Exactly. Right? Oh, we, oh, we are on the same track. We are on the same wavelength here. Yeah. It's a phenomenal song. If this is your, you know, if this is your kind of music, this is great music right here. But this is not everyone's kind of music. So if you want to enter something rock, if you want to enter something screamo, you want to enter something that's alternative in any sense to Eurovision, it has to pander to the masses in some way. Lordy pandered to the masses. It was much more softer. Um, then things like Vinnie Pook and Hatari, it had the silly masks and everything. Oh, aren't they funny? There's monsters. Let's vote for the monsters in Eurovision, you know. This is not something that the majority of children, <laughs> gay men or mothers, are going to sit universally and go, oh, you're going to vote for those Icelandic lads. Well, I think, I think that without the chorus with the singing guy, I totally agree with you. I think that the screaming is quite, it's quite like a lot to take on when you first listen to it. But the chorus comes in and there's a melody to the chorus and, and you know, his singing is singing. Um, and so I think that that does soften it down a little bit. Um, it doesn't pander, but I don't necessarily think that gay people... Uh, the, S- the whole S&M and bondage theme is a kind of a sex positive. It's not like not shaming. It's fully out and out. So I think that there will be elements of the gay community and elements of uh, sex positive communities that really appreciate this. So I, I think that it's not necessarily excluding those certain groups, but I agree with you. No, I'm, I'm absolutely not saying that a BDSM anthem is going to exclude gay men in any sense. Yeah. Um, if you, I mean, if, if you've been to any gay nightclub in Berlin, you'll <laughs> definitely know that's not the yeah. case. Yeah. Um, but, but I just children think for the wider and mothers. for the wider audience in terms of what you're expecting when you tune into Eurovision, obviously I'm stereotyping by saying gay men, children and mothers. But yeah. um this is not what they're looking for, this is not what they're expecting. Okay. And I think it's a, a select few people who will look at this and go, Fuck yes. Fuck yeah, yeah great, love this. What like even if this isn't my kind of music, love that this is being entered, rather than the masses mm. appreciating you... <laughs> this form this type of music where do you see it landing then um i see this coming low end of the left side of the board oh that is low i'm sick i am sticking my neck out for this one i'm saying it's in the top five 
fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's so, Isabel, it's currently sixth in the odds. I'm saying this no, is No, the odds. I don't trust the odds. No, it's They're sure. I get nonsense. that. They don't get it wrong every the year. They I got think Brexit wrong. They get everything wrong. They did, wrong. yeah. I think that... The, uh, see, where you and I differ is that I think this has... in Not enough but some of the novelty and the mass appeal of Lordy I, I don't know what the staging's going to look like. So that's yeah. going to be that's going to be the key for me yeah. in the semi-finals. If the staging is so wonderful that yeah. it's yeah it's, it's going to depend on that for me. Okay. 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 Interesting. Interesting. My uh, my cake's on its way. Oh, hello <laughs> key lime pie. Cake and beer on its way. In Looking time for the second half. Yeah, well, we still got we still got a little way to go through the first half. Well, there's only a few. Sure. Three. Well, no, and the extras. That's and fine. the others, yeah. We're fine. Okay. Okay. Oh, God, Ooh, interesting. Well. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Up next is Estonia. This is Victor Crone with Storm. Roland views. Uh, so Victor comes from Sweden. A long line of musicians Wait, what? in his. Well, no, he's in Estonia. <laughs> don't worry, don't panic. He's he's representing Estonia, but he is Swedish. Uh, long line of musicians, uh, as um, I think you can say that about all Swedes, can't you? Um, uh, he, <laughs> Every single Swedish person <laughs> is a musician in some sense. Yeah, he, he, that's he correct. Even, yeah, he even complete competed in Melody Fest in 2015. Uh, Who hasn't? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I included this because on his biog it says Victor loves to sail around the Stockholm archipelago in, archipelago in his motorboat playing the classic game Counter-Strike and always make sure to find the time to meditate twice a day. So Victor's, you know, sounds like Victor's having quite a nice life over there. Victor. Um, <laughs> I, I like this song. It's, it's nothing outstanding. Um, but I think as long as the live performance is solid, I think he'll get through, especially when you take into consideration that apart from the UK last year, we know that Storms do quite well at Eurovision. So I think this is, did I say that? Yes, I'm saying that this will qualify. Oh, so I wrote similar. It's a word, you know, we know that storms normally do very weird. Storms, lightning, thunder, dark things um, do quite well. I'm opposite to you. I think it's not going to do well this time. It's a hunky man with a boring song. It will get through the semis, but does not deserve to be thought about beyond that point, I think. In comparison, I'm not saying it's shit. It's not a shit, it's not a shit song. It's not a very interesting song. Um, and when you compare it post-semis through to the final, you compare it to the other... Uh, entries that are going to go through yeah i just think it's not worth even discussing much not really i i (laughs) I said it will be around the 20 mark in the final uh so yeah how many are in the final 26 yeah maybe yeah maybe a bit lower than that even wow it's currently 24th in the odds so that probably lines up i'd put it around there yeah Yeah, 23 22 23 it's not going to do very well but he's very handsome so congratulations nice to look at Good face. <laughs> Next up is Portugal with Conan Osiris and Telemovis. And we're going to have a little listen to this song.
my cakes here. Yeah. Key lime pie. And I have my alcohol. It's only a beer because I don't think they can deliver wine. Uh, but shall I do it on mic so that we can all listen? Yeah. Here we go. It's a little late, but here we go. Let's have a listen. Lovely. <laughs> that was Lovely. impressing. And then here's my... Let me have a look at this. Oh, it looks delicious. My key lime pie. Mmm. <laughs> all right. Sorry for interrupting that. We were just saying about Cohen right. and Osiris. Yes, we were. So this, for me, is a song that... This is what Eurovision is all about. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely bonkers absolutely wonderful the staging is something we have never seen before at eurovision never the outfits the jewelry the death drops oh my god it's so over the top and wonderful yep. but uh, what's over the top but understated at the same time if that makes sense yeah i totally so agree i think that the staging and the styling of the performance is impeccable by the looks so of it good. by the looks of it they have upped their costumes for this for the <laughs> for Eurovision itself as well i'm very excited about this i genuinely think that this song is one of the most contemporary and like coolest songs that has ever been at Eurovision it's it's like something you'd hear someone like most deaf or someone like that yeah. rapping over the top of i think it's really uh, interesting it's I wonder if the three minutes is too short a time for someone listening on TV at home to get it. Um, I know I listened to it and it took me maybe like two to three listens to be like, this is incredible. At first I was trying to figure it out. So I wonder if that will slightly take the gloss off of it. But I think Portugal right now, apart from last year, um, yeah. But they definitely didn't want to host it two years in a row. No. Portugal right now are absolutely nailing it for entering songs that are outside of the norm of what you would expect at Eurovision, but that are really legitimately clever and interesting and well-written songs. Agree. So my yeah, my notes for this was that it will um, it will definitely get through the semis. It's interesting. It's weird. It's kooky. It's 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 so watchable. Again, agree. You have to listen to it a few times to really get into it. But it's so watchable in terms of what they're doing on stage. But at the finals, I think it will confuse the wider audience and not place very highly. But well done, Portugal, on an amazing entry yet again. I I think I was more hopeful with this one. Uh, in my review it's currently 14th in the odds so it's not bad mm, um no. i i think i my hope is that when people see it it will rise in the odds i mean i know the odds don't matter um it will qualify for sure um i think that this is a better representation of what you were saying about um hatari uh, where it's yeah. not that the, the novelty isn't there, but it's so weird and interesting that it's a great song, but the novelty won't push it over the top. I said I wrote down here I could see it potentially making it into the top five. That's with my oh, fingers crossed. I don't crossed. think it's going to do that well. Um, I think I think I probably agree with you more. When I first listened to this, when it first came out, and like I said, I listened to it twice. I was thinking that this could be a winner. I don't think it can win now, thinking about no. it. Um, but, I ju- yeah, I just think, like, huge, huge uh, respect to Conan and oh, to Portugal massively, for choosing it. Massively, massively. Yeah, love the song. Done really well. Well done, Portugal. Mm. Um, up next on the night is going to be Greece. This is Katerine Duska with Better Love. And we're going to have a little listen to this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this is Greece's entry. This for me, beautiful voice, beautiful. Not your standard uh, female singer that you normally get no. in the competition. I've got a lovely kind of husky voice mm. to it. The video, if you've seen the music video for it, is absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's I hadn't seen that before art. until just now. Oh, it's gorgeous yeah. so interesting so weird hopefully they can make the staging as interesting as the video with only six people on stage because it's it's bizarre and wonderful and they've absolutely nailed it in terms of if th this is one of the you know few eurovision songs that you get every year that if this was released as a standard track in the uk you know obviously i can only say from a uk perspective but in the uk this would be in the charts this would be in the top 10 in the uk charts for sure it's amazing um, they haven't had Greece have not had anything groundbreaking at Eurovision for quite a while and in fact haven't qualified to out of the past three years so this for me is a game changer for Greece huge game changer for, I personally think this is not only going to smash it through the semi-finals, absolutely is going to make it through, if this is not in the top 10 I would be very surprised and if this doesn't hit, I I don't think this is going to be like a, or maybe it's going to win, but I wouldn't, again, wouldn't be surprised if this made it fifth in the finals. I think it's beautiful. It's They've absolutely, for, for a country who regularly do not even qualify through the semis, they have done what the UK needs to do and changed things up massively and put forward something that... Uh, production-wise, is glorious. Yeah, I. It, interestingly, when I so I like put a Spotify playlist together of all the songs pretty early on when they came out, and this must have been released later because it wasn't on any of my lists. And so it was only when I sat down to write notes for this that I heard it for the first time, and it was a bit a bit of a surprise for me. I, I sort of had thought, oh, because I hadn't heard it, it's it's not going to be good. And it and it is like you say, it's a very very strong female pop uh powerful Beautiful. song um i i really like it it's currently ninth in the odds and i probably would agree that it will be around i would nine. agree yeah 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 absolutely agree i think it, i think they've done an amazing job this is something that if you played it to me and you said who which country do you think this is yeah. from this is one that yeah. i would maybe put next to someone like belgium and say oh yeah they're really interesting with mm. pop music they know what they're doing they put forward really interesting songs really um uh competitive female female singers as well as a country will regularly go yeah she's gonna nail it absolutely get yeah. forward uh i would never have put this to greece i think they've done amazingly this year i really chuffed for them if this if this i i'm definitely backing this to to do well in the contest i'll be i'll be um yeah very supportive of this doing well wow good for them good for well done greece Good for Greece. I've eaten my uh, pie now, so sorry if you You've heard me You've already eaten it. Yeah, you were talking quite a lot in that last one, so I found time to eat it. It was good. I didn't have much written down, so you just talked and oh, I well ate. That done. was good. Well done. <laughs> um, so ending the night on the oh, semi-final number course. one is San Marino. Whoever genius producer put them last, I think that's they deserve <laughs> a prize. Oh, I love San Marino so much. This is Serhat with Say Na Na Na. Uh, Can we listen to it? We're going to listen to it, aren't we? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, we've sorry. Got, yeah, sorry. we've got to give a listen to this. Let me find it on my list. Where are you, San Marino, you little babes? You wonderful, tiny little nation that puts something forward every year. Okay, I found it. Don't forget my number. Call me anytime. I will always tell you life is beautiful and fine. 
say na na na. On the dark deserted way, say na na na. There's a light for you that waits, it's na na na. Say na na na. Say na na na. You're not alone, so stand up na na na. Be a hero, be the rainbow and sing na. Oh. <laughs> oh, San Marino. So there is uh, no Valentina Monetta no. this year. San Marino have gone for someone a bit different. Uh, a bit of back background here for anyone who yes. is not uh, up to date with their San Marino knowledge. San Marino have entered the Eurovision Song Contest nine times. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have qualified once of those nine times but god bless them god loves a trier <laughs> they keep putting it forward keep putting it forward keep know, putting it forward yeah. they keep entering year in year out and of all of the eurovision entries they've provided mm-hmm. i this is one of the better ones right for sure the lyrics if you listen to them are awful <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics are not good it is not a well-written song no, lyrically no and I refuse to believe that there wasn't anyone in San Marino more suited to sing this than a middle-aged man. <laughs> but the catchy it's chorus so might, yeah. and I say, I say might, <laughs> I... do well for them. If they were in, if they were in the second semi-final, mm. I feel like they might have snuck through and then done very badly in the finals. Yeah, but they're in a very tough very tough semi there are so many incredible songs that we've just talked about absolutely amazing gonna stonk it through for sure this is a really tough semi-final to be involved in i i you never have high hopes for summer no. really do you oh. but i god love them i really love them i would really love for this to make it through to the finals and give them that time on the main stage because of <laughs> Yeah, of nine entries, one going through. Yeah, come on. I think. Come on, make get San Marino through to the final. I think that this is their best chance they've had in a while. Agree, Um, agree. I would hope this isn't going to go highly on the judging panels. Uh, It's not going to get many points from them. So what it needs is to be popular with the viewing public, and Sirhat has. And this might just be with within the Eurovision crowds, um, but Sir has got a kind of viral meme-like quality to him, and and people seem to like him a lot. So, I have this on my list of ten qualifiers. Uh, no. It would be very lovely to see their flag in the opening ceremony on the final night. Um, I hope so. It's currently not bottom in the odds it's <laughs> it's 38 um but oh. i think this may be a surprise a very pleasant surprise qualifier Same. that's the yeah that's absolutely it a pleasant surprise qualifier <laughs> i hope so san marino for the win san yeah. marino for the win yes love it great all right so, that is all our semi-final entries from semi-final one. Yes. But obviously, on a, they split the uh, the big five and the previous winner mm. between the two semi-finals. So there is also the voting countries for semi-final one. We're going to talk about now. Yep. So they are starting with France. So this is Bilal Hassani with Roy. Yes. Now F- Bilal is a YouTuber, big following online. Um. For me, you know, obviously, like you've said, in terms of influences online, this is still 
a new thing to come to Eurovision in terms of influencers being involved in this. Fans might get behind Bilal. Personally, I think that if that's the case, it will get France higher than they deserve to be. They, they have tried to go powerful with this. They've tried to go uh, very modern with this in terms of the singer that they have backing it. I don't think they've gone powerful enough. I think actually in terms of if you're going to do something a bit off kilter, you need to go further. And when you listen to, you know, you watch the video version of this, lovely, lovely song, lovely voice. Yep. You watch the live version, not voice great. is not very strong. No, absolutely. Not great. It's it's a shame as well because he he, he is a Eurovision kid through and through. On his bio, for it sure, says that yeah. he's, he, you know, he's, he's been a fan of Euro I mean for not that long it says he's been a fan of Eurovision since he watched Lorene perform in 2012 he um, was on The Voice Kids and performed a cover of Conchita Verse's Rise Like a Phoenix yeah. uh, you know he is kind of, he embodies Eurovision but comparing his voice to many of the other people in the competition it's not a strong enough voice to justify him doing hugely well in the contest sadly nope no and it's not a particularly well written song either I, i'm not a fan of the the lyrical structure and the lyrics um no same for me i i can't see this getting above 20th in the final uh no me neither although his social media following might the social media following is the only thing right now that the that this has going for it because uh, not strong otherwise. Nope. Never mind. Um, also, semi-final one gets to vote is Spain. Mm. So this is Miki with La Venda. This is a very fun Spanish pop upbeat song. Yes. Um, it relies heavily for me on the live performance. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think, again, his voice isn't particularly outstanding in any sense, but the song itself is very catchy. It's uh, it's very lively when you watch the Spanish final when they performed it then. They have, um, you know, he has a whole kind of band behind him pretending yeah. to play the instruments. Lots of fun. Very kind of buskerish um, vibes in terms of the staging. I have again read lots of stuff about people thinking this is going to be 2019's winner. I don't agree at all. I, it's fun, but you compare it to other performances that have so much more going for them, so much more interesting, that are going to catch people's eyes. I think this will do well enough, but I, w- I would be... Je- I'm, it's not bad in any way. It's genuinely not bad, but I would be disappointed if this ranked higher than tenth. Oh yeah, absolutely. I for me, this feels like uh, if Euro, if Eurovision was being hosted in Spain, they would put this on at their halftime show to kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't think it's a Eurovision entry. No. they need to go further for this. Yeah. He looks like he's just coming from. He does, doesn't he? Sixth form college. <laughs> you look at you look at Australia and Kate with her Fuck, like yeah. twenty foot dress, and then he's on next to her. It's it, yeah. It is a, uh, uh, it feels like a, a lack of effort on that part. Um, sure. I agree with you. It's it, it's 16th in the odds, but I think it's more sitting around 2022, 20, maybe. Agree, agree. It's, it's the big five as well. So um, they generally, mm. unless they're standout, they're not going to get much higher than, than that. No. Uh, and then finally, in semi-final one, we have voting is Israel host countries. Yeah. It's Kobe Marimi with home. Now, he has a beautiful, beautiful voice, as we've discussed, 
as the hosting nation, you never really want to no. host twice in a row because you'll be <laughs> fucked and then you won't be able to come back yeah. ever again yeah. because you'll be bankrupt. Um, absolutely beautiful voice. It has, it does actually for this, has the ending that you, you know, a lot of the time we talk about Eurovision songs and we say, oh, there's no big finish. It needs mm. a big finish. It needs mm. to go bigger at the end. It does go bigger at the end. I think it's really tough to go up against last year's winner by yeah. Netta. Yeah. That was so odd and kooky and an earworm and wonderful and fun and ridiculous. Um, I think he does a very good job as the hosting nation with their follow-up song. They haven't gone, let's just put something dog shit through. No. It is a very good song and it deserves to be in Eurovision. Yeah. Like if this had to go through the semis, I would say, yeah, it should go, it should get through the semis mm. and go through to the final. But I think this is going to be similar to Portugal last year, that it's going to rank very low in yeah. the finals overall. Um, it's, it's forgettable. Compared to the other tracks that are through. It, it's forgettable and you don't, you don't get that uh underdog feeling of they're hosting it that year so unless it's an amazing no. song then you're not going to get huge backing behind you regardless so i think it will be down there there you go oh that's, that's it semi-final number one so oh it, my god we've got to do this all over again now Roland. so if we if we we're going to publish this on the morning of the semi-final so yeah. if you're listening to this and the semi-final is coming up enjoy it have fun stay safe uh, <laughs> um, but yeah it will be the first 10 uh, Eurovision entries will be decided by the end of today as of publication which is very exciting very exciting indeed I will be unfortunately in Amsterdam at a conference uh -oh. and most likely unable to watch it uh -oh. which I'm livid about oh, dear. but um, I'm kind of hoping that I can sneak out on one evening and watch mm -hmm. at least one of the semi-finals mm -hmm. while I'm over there mm -hmm. um, but we will be back with semi-final number two the morning of semi-final number two yeah. so for now let's say goodbye although actually we're coming on recording we're literally gonna... we're get... I'm getting drunker and drunker oh dear oh no I might have to order another beer alright yeah you will bye alright we'll speak to you soon bye <laughs>